At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It's live that Saturday on vSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome in. It's Live Bet Saturday, second hour, presented by BetMGM. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, Danny Burke, joining from Chicago. We're going to be your crew here on Saturday morning, starting at 9 a.m. So if you're just joining us, welcome to the second hour of the program. We've got a lot to get to and a lot to get to over the next two. We'll be with you for three hours every single Saturday. Let's do some scoreboard updates. And I just want to start here, Danny, because, well, it's something that we were talking about off the air and keeping track. And I look, Big Ten athletics in general is quite the journey, right? Big 10 football, it tends to be boring and slow and like, you know, physical and essentially like 1980s-esque, right? When it comes to their brand of football, Big 10 basketball, kind of the same thing, a lot of post play, really slow, whatever it is. So we're watching Iowa take on South Dakota state here. And this is a, uh, I would say somewhat embarrassing performance uh, for Iowa in this matchup. Double check to see where we were at from a close standpoint uh, against South Dakota state. But regardless when you look at this from the standpoint of where you should be as a program, I don't want to say you should be rolling over South Dakota State, but you should be winning comfortably. And Spencer P, Petrus, Petrus, uh, and this offense has been absolutely horrendous. And now on a fourth and three from the South Dakota State 36-yard line, they decide to punt it away <laughs> up 3 nothing over the Jackrabbits. This is an absolutely abysmal performance for Iowa from an in-game standpoint. Right now, double check because I don't think this 14 and a half is updated. This totals underneath 35 at this point. Yeah. I've got Iowa as a 12 and a half point favorite with a total of 33 and a half. 
Yeah, I'm seeing 12 out here in some shops, JVT, and the total as low as 32 and a half with some juice to the over. But man, how about Spencer Peters? Uh, did you expect anything less? I guess I say that from us here in Big Ten country. And look, I've been giving this guy crap for however long he's been a part of the Iowa Hawkeyes because he gets bailed out by just the remaining part of Iowa because I was much like Wisconsin has a good running game, great in the trenches, pretty good defense. And, you know, they'll get a good receiver tight end here and there. And, you know, Peters gets by because he does enough typically not to screw themselves, but he doesn't do enough to like, like you could never get in a shootout with Peters and win a game. You couldn't be trailing against a somewhat competent team and expect Peters to come from behind and win that game. So that's why you saw their win total at about seven and a half this year. There's just no improvement whatsoever on the offensive side of the ball because he can't rely on a guy like Peters. So to see this score three, nothing, even though it still is somewhat early, it's not entirely surprising. I mean, Iowa will find a way to come back and probably win this game by at least 10. But I just don't want to get involved with any Iowa team that has Peters as their quarterback really in any capacity this year. And, and look, at some spots, it pretty much closed, I think, in the range of what they close at like 10 and a half. Some spots 12, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, when it comes to Iowa, yeah, I got him as like closing by like a 12-point favorite in multiple mm-hmm. spots. So uh, it's not like the biggest spread in the world, but still, some of, like again, when you talk about some of the in-game decisions, to punt from that location of the field is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, so we'll see if this continues and if they can maybe eventually pull away or if South Dakota State can pull the upset here. All right, let's go to your game. Um, where are we at with Colorado, excuse me, uh, Appalachian State and North Carolina? Yeah, so right now it looks like the Tar Heels could be punching it in first and 10, uh, about the midway point of the second quarter right now. So App State's still up 21 to 7 and probably will end up being 21 to 14. And it looks like it will be. They just got a touchdown to the Tar Heels. So uh, this game we saw, it really just kind of went all over the place. All right. I mean, you saw the line go nuts. And right before this touchdown, it was at about 14 in favor of the Mountaineers. So we'll see where it adjusts to. But remember, this total got as high as 70 and now tacking on another touchdown. We'll see if it's still around that arena or if it shifts even more so. But this has been a fun one to watch. And it has the feeling that no lead is too safe, regardless of who's going to be up in this game. JVT. Yep. All right. Other games that are worth mentioning. So we talked about a disappointing performance thus far from Iowa, and I don't think there's really any arguing it. I would say that a team that is ranked sixth in the country and some slug as a dark horse candidate to make it to the college football playoff out of the SEC, a seven, nothing lead with eight, 10 left to go in the second quarter for Texas A&M is somewhat disappointing. And that has been the case, especially with a guy like Haynes King, a quarterback who a lot of people expected quite a bit from last year. Of course, as we know, injures the leg, supposed to be one of the faster, more athletic guys on the team, but that has not translated for the offense yet here. And yet, and this is where you see sometimes, Danny, right? These higher power rated teams, the market will be a little bit more stubborn and moving off of big numbers despite really slow starts. Right now, still a 34.5-point spread in favor of Texas A&M on my screen with a total of 46.5. So a very slow start for Texas A&M. Sam Houston State sticking around here. We'll see if that's going to be the case, but a very poor start for the Aggies. I mean, at what point do you almost have to consider taking those points? I I get that it's Texas A&M versus Sam Houston State, and the expectations are high for A&M and Jimbo Fisher's squad. But, man, I mean, you know, they're getting to pass the halfway point of the second quarter here, and it's just a touchdown lead right now. And, look, it doesn't have to be a full unit bet or something you go nuts about, but just almost on the principle of, wow, this line is insanely high and it hasn't been adjusted, and the clock is winding, and you haven't seen 
any momentum really gained from the Aggies at any point. Yeah, uh, and I should mention that uh, Haynes King actually was just interception, uh, intercepted about three or four plays ago. So Sam Houston right now, third and 10 from their own 11-yard line. So if they can get anything going, but I think that's kind of the danger, right? When you at least that watch and evaluate this team, Sam Houston State at this point has, has Sam Houston's done nothing in terms of their offense, right? Mm-hmm. This has been more about Texas A&M uh, really not operating at a very high level from that standpoint, right? In terms of not being able to do anything with their offense. So that's, I think, when you look at it from that perspective, Dan, you the market and these algorithms are a little more hesitant to move off of some of these numbers because clearly one side of the ball is more dominant with your defense. And if your offense starts to click, these sort of games can get out of hand, especially if Sam Houston starts to turn the ball over, gives Texas A&M short fields. And that's why I think there's the hesitancy there of not just snatching up 30 or 30 and a half points, despite the failure of the market to really adjust quite a bit, despite this really slow start. What are you seeing for your total out there? If I'm not mistaken, it's around the low 40s. Would you almost be more inclined to bet like an under, assuming that Sam Houston right. State's offense really isn't going to produce anything and AM can score, but not enough to put it over the total? I think that would be the angle you're, you're looking for here. And yeah, I got 39 and a half at this point right now. And that's mm. part of the problem is you're at this point where this is adjusted so much where if you're betting this under, you're, you're chasing it, right? You're chasing where the direction that we're going here as opposed to looking in the opposite direction, which would be, hey, all right, looks like Texas A&M is about to get the ball back. Let's bet this thing over and expect that this team's going to start to maybe get its offense moving. And we'll see. I mean, Haynes King, again, with an interception, you don't turn that ball over. You can finish a drive, and maybe you make this 14 nothing, and you're talking about a really low total. But a very, very uh, poor start for Texas A&M's offense, an offense that had a lot expected of it as they headed into this year. All right, other updates uh, for a lot of these games. 14-7. Um, to 7. NC State up on top of East Carolina. Uh, East Carolina has a first and 10 at about midfield. The difference here, for those who haven't been keeping track, is a blocked punt that NC State recovered in the end zone. So that gives them the lead here against East Carolina in a uh, somewhat lower-scoring and slow-paced game. Outside of that, the offenses haven't been operating at a very high level here. In-game number, North Carolina State just under 14 at 13.5, where I'm looking at, Dan, with a total of 57.5. Yeah, I got the same thing right now. 13 and a half, a little bit of juice to the spread going toward NC State. Uh, unfortunately, we hit a break, but this game was fascinating because we talked about it right before it started. And we were saying how NC State, a lot of hype around them, public sentiments looking good, uh, the expectations higher than they typically would be for this Wolfpack team. Yet maybe they would be a team slow out of the gates in week one. And that was the case. And then you saw the spread, what, at about minus six in the hook. And that felt like it could have been a really good in-game opportunity naturally it's hindsight right now but yeah I mean they're up seven they get the momentum from a special teams play which is huge and goes a long ways so I'm not saying you jump in at this point and do anything with NC State now that it's back at that 13 and a half point spread but this team seemed like they were in a good in-game betting situation and JBT I kind of want to just stress a little bit too you know you're talking about chasing and we were talking about betting that under and if it's still a viable play a good lesson to kind of keep in the back of your mind. For example, with this App State game, they went up 21 to 7 against the Tar Heels, right? And I was sweating out, or I am sweating out, the minus 124 money line bet. Just because they're looking great right out of the gates doesn't you bet on again and double down. There's no need to potentially take a winning bet and make it a losing bet, and then you go one and one. Stick with your original play, root for the team, hope they keep that momentum going, but don't take a different number just because 
they're looking strong right away. I mean, there's so many ebbs and flows in a football game and sports in general, but just stick with what you have. And if you want to attack something in game, maybe you look at something with the total or just take it in a different game and stick with the original bet that you have. It's a Gavison pro tip. You can check out that and all the pro tips that of our hosts and experts offer up on the website at vcin.com. East Carolina turnover. North Carolina State has returned that to about, uh, we'll call it the ECU 40-yard line or so, get you an exact update there. Uh, but these are the big plays that make the differences, right? Blocked punt, returned for a touchdown, or recovered in the end zone for a touchdown, interception and turnover. So – North Carolina State offense hasn't been doing much, but uh, the defense and special teams is making a little bit of a difference. All right, really quick updates here. First off, uh, we saw quite the line move pre-flop from a total perspective on Buffalo and Maryland. Some spots opened as low as 62.5, closed 66.5. In-game total now as Buffalo has done nothing from an offensive standpoint and are down 14-0 to the Terps, 54.5. The in-game total there, so quite the difference from where we closed uh, for that matchup. And I'm on the rough side of it here. Uh, Waited a little bit and got over 56.5 in this Michigan-Colorado State game, but Wolverines uh, squandered some red zone opportunities, settled for field goals multiple times. They were only up 13-0 in the last, uh, we got 10 minutes, 40 seconds left to go in the second quarter, Dan, but in-game total down to 50.5 between these two. JVT, I feel like we have a good idea of who you think should win the quarterback battle for Michigan at this point. Only up 13 is they're about to get through the second quarter here. But total 50 and a half is what I'm seeing, too. Man, what an adjustment. Here's the thing, though. Like, uh, it's a quarterback battle, but Harbaugh loves his running backs. I mean, give him a little bit of an opportunity to do something. You know what I mean? Uh, Just running it down the throat. I mean, I get it. To a certain extent, it's a strength. But in the red zone, get a little bit more creative. All right, we got plenty left to get to here on the Live Bet Saturday. Don't go anywhere as we keep you up to date on everything going on and we'll call it the first full week of college football man week one is here we got a lot of action at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along in along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. A couple of scoreboard updates for you. Uh, first off, Maryland has tacked on a field goal. So the Terps go up 17-0 in their matchup with Buffalo. Uh, the in-game story here is this in-game total. Now down to 51 and a half. Remember, this closed, for those who don't remember, at 66. And pardon me, uh, 53 and a half is the total at this point right now. So a game, Danny, which uh, the market before it started, thought was going to be a shootout, has not turned into that as Buffalo has not held up their end of the bargain, has very much struggled in this matchup here. Also, does look like under review, and it comes back incomplete. It looked like our boy Spencer P. Uh, had completed what looked like a 17-yard pass on a third and 19 to make it a fourth and two. That is actually ruled incomplete, so Iowa still only up 3 nothing in their matchup with South Dakota State, have punted it away to the Jackrabbits, and that's going to be downed inside uh, the 20-yard line or so. All right, we got a lot going on. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Oh, we got Pete? Cool. Thank you very much. Let's talk to Pete Sampson, Notre Dame reporter for The Athletic. I think there's a pretty good game here for Nor- uh, Notre Dame going on against Ohio State. Uh, Pete, we appreciate the time. Uh, so let's just start with this. Your expectations for Ty Buckner in this Notre Dame offense are what? Whew, uh, I think you just you want to see some progress that you can build moving forward. Like I, I don't think that Notre Dame, the expectations are to go out and put up 45 points tonight, but I think you want to see him be calm, composed, not get overwhelmed by the moment. You want to see some of the some of the good stuff that he showed in high school. Why Notre Dame recruited him in the first place? Where he's not just a run first quarterback; he's a he's a true dual threat. So, but they didn't. He hasn't really shown that that pass element yet. So, you got to see some of that tonight too. Now, Pete, the big strength for Notre Dame, it seems, this season is going to be on the defensive side of the ball with the talent that they have, with Freeman taking over as head coach, being on the defensive side himself. How big of an impact do you think they can have against a potentially dominant offense featuring C.J. Stroud? Will that do enough on the defensive side of Notre Dame to kind of keep it within a couple touchdowns consistently? Yeah, I mean, if Notre Dame puts scare into Ohio State or upsets Ohio State. I think the story of the game is going to be Notre Dame's defensive line and how they, they pushed around Ohio State's front. I'm not convinced that Ohio State's offensive line with a new position coach and you know reshuffling the deck a little bit is 
is really in a position that, um, you know, they're going to be able to move the ball on Notre Dame that way. Can they throw over the top of Notre Dame? For sure. Um, but if Notre Dame can at least take away that run element and maybe get a bit the third and short so they can stop those run plays, then that's where I think Notre Dame has a shot. So when you look at it from a secondary standpoint, you kind of alluded to it. So what are we expecting from Notre Dame secondary? Because this is what's going to have their hand full, right? If the pass rush can't get there, yeah. it's about what you can do in coverage. So what, what do you look at or what do you see when you look at the secondary for the Irish? Yeah, I mean, it's, they've got a lot to prove. It's, I mean, the last time out, they got torched by Oklahoma State, yep. which is not a great pass team. So, you know, Cam Hart, Clarence Lewis are your corners, Tariq Bracey is their nickel who had a you know, great camp by all accounts. Um, Notre Dame has not had a, I think, a strong nickel player in a while. So it's, um, I think that, you know, they're experienced, uh, but they're not at the level of talent what Ohio State's going to throw out there as a receiver. Pete, I-, I was talking earlier in the show, so I'm here in the Chicagoland area. I grew up a Notre Dame fan, and ever since I've been watching them, they've just always been a team that, of course, does well during the regular season. And then when they face the big beasts, such as a team like Ohio State, they falter. They succumb to the pressure. I'm wondering if, you know, being so close to the team, if there's a different mentality now with Freeman as their head coach. And you're always going to have that spark every single offseason. But to you, does it feel like there is a shift in just the temperature of that locker room and how they're going to look facing these top tier opponents? But I think it's going to be a really good test to see, okay, does it, if you have a head coach you want to really play for and, you know, kind of run through the brick wall, that cliche, like if that makes a difference, because, uh, you know, Brian Kelly didn't inspire that kind of vibe from the roster uh, and Marcus Freeman does. So, you know, does that make a difference? I mean, Marcus Freeman is very, very competitive. Um, I don't, you know, he doesn't come into this game thinking about, you know, point spread or underdogs or keeping the score down, but, you know, it's a, I, I think their the mentality is going to be much more like throw punches opposed to just like muddle around and hope you can make a play in the fourth quarter. Um, that was sort of Brian Kelly's MO in these games, and we'll see what it looks like for Marcus Freeman tonight. All right, Pete, before we get you out of here, let's go big picture. Outside of this matchup with Ohio State, key games against BYU, which will be out here in Las Vegas, Clemson, USC. Uh, what do you make of this year overall for Notre Dame and what you expect of them with a schedule that's got some intriguing and challenging spots? Yeah, it's definitely a very difficult schedule at the top. Um, you know, the middle and the bottom are, are not, you know, not too big of a challenge, I think, for Notre Dame. But so it's, to me, it's like if Mark Strain goes 10 and 2 in his first year, uh, you know, they lose tonight, then they win. 10 of the next 11 look good doing it. You know, you see, you want to see some offensive progress from Tyler Buckner. I think that would be a really good start to uh, his tenure at Notre Dame. Pete Sampson, again, Notre Dame beat writer for The Athletic. Pete, we appreciate a couple minutes, especially on a busy day. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, Pete. Take care, guys. Yeah, you got it. And as we know, of course, we're waiting to see what this line is going to close at here between these two. But uh, one of the better matchups, although it does say something, Danny, uh, when one of the matchups we're very excited for, two of the matchups we're very excited for, are 16.5 and 17-point spreads. Yeah, right. Week one excitement right out of the gates. Uh, Hey, I mean, you take what you can get this early on in the season. We just got to hope at least it's not blowouts and we can get something entertainment or entertaining rather going. But hey, that's why we got that short spread with Utah and Florida. That's the one that we're really holding on to and hoping it lives up to the hype, uh, JVT. But really quick, uh, quick update here. It looks like North Carolina may be close to punching it in. Uh, App State missed a field goal pretty far back. So North Carolina has been 
been riding that momentum and potentially going to tie this game up. And it looks like they do. So 21 apiece, it's going to be with App State and North Carolina. That's why you don't bet once again after your original one because they were up to a double-digit favorite was App State, and now you got a tie game. Yep, so let's go around the scoreboard because that's the update there as we await the extra point for North Carolina. Michigan has finally found the end zone in a red zone drive, so they were up 20 to nothing over Colorado State with about, uh, what do we got, uh, 525 left to go in the second quarter. And um, Iowa's still up 3-0. No, I just wanted to make fun of Iowa really quickly. All right, some in-game opportunities too. Oh, and also uh, Buffalo has found the end zone. So they have punched one in finally. So we get a touchdown from the underdog there. Some in-game updates. Maryland up 17-7 over Buffalo. That spread 21.5 in favor of the Terps. Total slowly climbing its way back up now. And this is always what you look at too because – and in-game opportunities, you know, you get off to slow starts, but points can be scored in bunches, right? It happens quite a bit. And uh, sure enough, now we're starting to get back to that number, Danny. Uh, closed to 66, got to as low as about 50 and a half or so, 51 and a half. In-game total for Maryland and Buffalo, 59 and a half is what I'm looking at here. Michigan up 20 nothing, 34 and a half the in-game spread with a total of 50 and a half there. And uh, last but not least, we should update that Texas A&M has found the end zone finally. And it looks like they are up 10 nothing over Sam Houston with about the, I've got 350 left to go or so in that matchup. And uh, Boston College does have the ball back up 14-6 against Rutgers. But I think really what we're keeping track of here, Dan, first off, one, uh, Maryland and Buffalo, if, if uh, Buffalo is going to start to find a little bit of rhythm offensively here, maybe we start to approach that closing total of 66 and also whether some of these big powers that be like Iowa, who only closes about a two-touchdown favorite, or Texas A&M can start to create some distance between them and their lesser opponent. Yeah, I'm seeing Iowa now is about a seven point favorite. Get a load of this total at 26 and a half yep. at some outlets here in Illinois. Just absolutely absurd. But again, what else are you expecting with this Iowa team? Uh, JBT, the bet you're sweating out. I'm curious your thoughts now with this total at 50 and a half. So Michigan up 20 to nothing against Colorado State. If you take yourself out of the position that you have with your in-game bet and you're just starting with a fresh slate, would you attack this number at 50 in the hook now, or do you still have some reservations seeing the offense that Harbaugh has instilled and seeing the lack of offense that you're getting from Colorado State? Yeah, absolutely not. You hit on the key point for me, which is uh, Colorado State is not performing offensively. It's not like I expected them to come in and start you know, scoring touchdowns left right. and right against Michigan, uh, but the fact that they are, I think, now 0-4 or 5 on third down, somewhere in that range, I think they just converted their first one. And on top of that, this offensive line, observationally, Dan, uh, has been getting its rear end kicked at, at a line of scrimmage. The line of scrimmage, Michigan State, or excuse me, Michigan. Uh, sorry, that was a deadly mistake. Michigan uh, has a, a massive, massive advantage, and it has really played into their favor. So at this point right now, uh, I'm stuck on, obviously, from an in-game standpoint, a relatively rough number. We'll see if maybe Colorado State can do their part. Driving a little bit, they're on about the 40-yard line, but I would say no. At this point right now, from what we have seen, don't want to risk it, you know? Makes sense. We'll be rooting for you. I hope you will, because we are cohorts on this thing for a while now. All right, we'll come back. We got plenty of in-game left, and we got a lot of good games. It's not just ranked teams going at it today, folks. We got a lot of great matchups. I'm going to try to convince Danny at some point to bet Hawaii with me later tonight as they take on Western Kentucky. It's live bet Saturday. This is live bet Saturday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. 
Hey folks, as you know, it's football season. Betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VSIN. Now's the time to become a VSIN subscriber. Get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VSIN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. I wrote eight of the teams in the National Football League. By my math, I think that's like 25% of the teams. I put it in the calculator. It's right. Sign up early. Get a discount of 175 bucks. You're going to receive both guides, full visa and access, all the way through the Super Bowl again. I will say it, not only the NBA guide, the college basketball guide, too. So it includes everything. I know it's football season, but think about what you get with this deal, folks. Or join us for 40 bucks a month to see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options. Become part of the sports betting network. So we're going to look at some individual players here momentarily. Um, no real crazy updates at this point right now, Danny. I will say uh, that it looks like South Dakota State has converted a third and 10, so they're going to be inside uh, of Iowa territory. How are you feeling? North Carolina's got the ball, third and four. It's a 21-21 tie with just under 90 seconds left to go in the first half. We are approaching uh, one the, kind of that little bit of nexus here where we could see a spot that North Carolina maybe in-game. Flips to the favored role, if that's going to be the case, depending on what this drive is going to end up at. How you feeling, buddy? So, you know, I was feeling great, of course, when it was 21 to 7. But taking it back to the beginning of the game when it was 7-0 and then immediately 7-7, I just had this sentiment that it was going to be a shootout. And like we were saying earlier, no lead felt like it was ever going to be safe in this game, especially because, again, we got to remember, North Carolina opened up as a three-point favorite, then this thing flipped. So it's not like North Carolina, you just throw them to the side. But, man, I mean, even if North Carolina does end up taking the lead before the half— I'm still going to be feeling all right because I know what offense each team is capable of possessing and throwing out there clearly based on the first half performance. But hey, if there's anybody out there who has yet to get involved at this point, this may be one of the better in-game opportunity spots because we've seen North Carolina catching double digit points at one moment in this game. And now look at it. It's tight. So there's going to be continuous swings in this game. You just got to pick and choose the right opportunity. Very smart words, Danny. Very level-headed. I'd be angry if I were you. No. Uh, <laughs> now I've been At told, some point, I will be. Yeah, of course, I was going to say. But now we're professionals. We're on the air, so we can't get too angry. Um, <laughs> should also know that Devin Leary and the NC State Wolfpack have been uh, somewhat eh when it comes to their offense here. And how about this? You love the onions, okay? So we talked about Iowa and punting the ball on a fourth and two on the, I think it was the 37-yard line of South Dakota State, right? Absolutely ridiculous. When you're Colorado State and you're a massive underdog and you're on the road, you know what you do, Danny, when it's a fourth and like seven? You go for it from midfield. Now, your offensive line gets absolutely destroyed and you get sacked and you don't get it. But you know what? In this current situation where Jay Norvell and the Rams are up against it down 20, you love to see it, especially for somebody who's got it over here and now Michigan State's got a short field to go 49, excuse me, in the next 49 seconds to maybe get a field goal out of it. But I, I think at least... From the standpoint of game management, a lot of guys would kick it away down 20. No, 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 no. You got to go for it if you're in that role. Jay Norvell does it. 100%. I mean, at that point, what do you have to lose? You want to put confidence in your guys and instill it in them early on so they know that you have their back. I, I, I mean, a perfect example of this, JVT, was last week with that Nebraska-Northwestern game. Scott Frost elects not to go for it on fourth and short when they were pretty much at midfield. The next possession for Northwestern, they have it deeper into their territory, trailing as they're about to get close to the half. So if they don't get it, Nebraska scores, the momentum completely swings their way. 
but Northwestern gets it and they end up scoring a touchdown on that drive. I mean, you got to have stones in college football and in football in general. And those are the teams that can succeed and really overcome the top of sometimes a big opponent like you're talking about with Michigan. Not that we're actually expecting that, but come on. I mean, at this point, what do you have to lose? Put the faith in your guys. Go for it on fourth and short. When you have those moments when, say, you're backing Michigan on the spread and you're like, oh, man, I really hope they punt it away. That's when you know that they should absolutely be going for it. So, hey, in terms of your bets, I'm happy for you that they didn't get it. Let's hope that the Wolverines can get some more points for you. Yeah, want a better, more dynamic offense, though, than a runoff tackle, which is exactly what Harbaugh did there. Um, also, I also love, uh, so we got this halftime show going on. Uh, UNC being tested is the headline. UNC actually went off as the underdog in this matchup, so I don't know how you can be tested if you're an underdog. All right, so let's talk about uh, some individual performances here and what we're expecting. We'll call this our primetime player spotlight. Of course, we have some primetime matchups uh, with some high-level athletes that we're going to see and guys who fancy themselves contenders for the Heisman this year. Let's start with C.J. Stroud. Now, we know Stroud a season ago, uh, very good numbers and why he's on the radar here. 4,435 yards passing, 44 touchdowns, 91.6 QBR, and now he gets to take on Notre Dame. And this is pretty fascinating because I thought when we talked with Pete Sampson earlier, he brought up one of the other things. We always get so wrapped up in offense and what that production is going to be like. This is Notre Dame secondary that I thought it was a great point. Did not do well against a lesser dynamic offensive performance, excuse me, offensive team in the bowl game in Oklahoma State. This seems like a matchup made in heaven for C.J. Stroud and the Ohio State Buckeyes, Danny, in that if he's going to make a statement as the Heisman favorite, it'd be a pretty good way to open up the year. Yeah, and again, they're 17-point favorites, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be an easy opportunity for Stroud to just light up this Notre Dame defense because that really is the main pro of this fighting Irish squad. So uh, C.J. Stroud has a lot to prove against this defense. He's got a decent amount to prove because he lost a lot of weapons last year now in the NFL. But, you know, JVT, in terms of just like this Heisman market, personally, I didn't really get involved with anything because I just didn't really see any value and it felt top heavy, but it does set up very nicely for CJ Stroud. And if he can do enough, say score 30 or more tonight against Notre Dame and they get a comfortable win. Yeah, he'll still clearly be in the front considering we already saw Bryce Young hoisted up last year and you already know what expectations he has set for him and company. But yeah, CJ Stroud, interesting matchup maybe slow to get started but I feel like he'll develop a rhythm in this spot and expect a pretty good performance out of him and really quick JVT right before the half now I'm pissed because North Carolina took the lead 28 to 21 it was like third and 13 they get an easy first down no one was around the guy and now uh, App State's going to be trailing by seven how about that they're up 14 and now they're trailing by seven all in one quarter I feel for you, buddy. But hey, we got a whole nother half to go here. So speaking of, we got quite a few games that entered halftime to update very quickly. Uh, let's see. I know that uh, Rutgers and Boston College has entered the half at this point right now. Uh, the score between those two, Rutgers trailing 14 to six. So BC up on top as they enter the break. Maryland up on top 17 to seven over Buffalo. They are at the half as well. And with one second remaining, barring some wildness, uh, North Carolina is going to go into the break with a 28-21 lead over App State. And uh, this is quite the game because this total closed 56, and we've got 49 points at the break. So uh, we're going to see what these halftime lines are at this point. And we got a couple of games that are just on the precipice of going into the break, including Michigan squanders an opportunity, forces a turnover on downs at midfield, doesn't get anything out of it other than another field goal. So it is a 23-0 lead for the Wolverines with 11 seconds left to go 
in the first half. All right, let's talk about two guys uh, at Alabama. This is going to be pretty interesting because you have Bryce Young, and obviously, Danny, there's a reason why Bryce Young is considered a Heisman contender and among the favorites to do so, right? Uh, last year, again, we talk about some of these numbers. They're eye-popping for both of these quarterbacks, but for him, specifically 4,800 yards passing, 47 touchdowns and seven interceptions. Today, he gets a Utah State team, which, by the way, so I was on UConn last, uh, last week, and I rode up the Mountain West, so I've got a pretty good insight on a lot of these Mountain West teams, including Utah State. This is a team that only brings back four guys in this defense, and it wasn't a good defense last year by any stretch. It was just an offense that shot, shot a lot of their opponents. They gave up over 40 points to both Wyoming and Air Force a season ago. This looks like one where Bryce Young, if they're going to run their offense to its full extent, is going to be able to put up some really good numbers and start his campaign off to the, on the right foot. But here's the other part of this, Dan. Will Anderson is a defender who very much looks like he could be a contender here for this award. He was a preseason favorite. A lot of folks got in at about that 50, 60 to 1 range for him to win this Heisman. Some sots as low as 15 to 1 on Will Anderson to win this thing. Both will be on the field tonight against Utah State. Yeah, it's really a fascinating dynamic, JVT, because, you know, Will Anderson originally, you would think Bryce Young being the shorter shot and just being quarterback would take away for him to potentially getting some recognition for him getting the Heisman. But I wonder how much of Bryce Young last year actually hurts his case. And then you still see Alabama have its dominance, especially if it's on the defensive side of the ball with Anderson. And maybe that gives him enough boost to get a new face in there over Bryce Young. Is that something you think that these writers kind of factor in, just getting a new face to be holding up that trophy? Because we talk about it a lot of times in other sports. College is a little bit more intriguing in terms of that because Bryce Young, again, the bar set really high. If he does better than it, how will that factor into the voting then? Yeah, I also think, and I, I, I always feel, I don't want to be mean when it comes to some of these voters. They're simpletons. Right, like I don't know if a lot of people will look at the nuance of Will Anderson and how impactful he could potentially be, and unless he has like a record-setting season in terms of sacks, like one of those sexy stats, it's I think it's going to be hard for a writer to judge how well he has played and his impact versus a C.J. Stroud who could throw for nearly 50 touchdowns this year, or his own quarterback Bryce Young. You know? Yeah, no, I think you're right. So I probably stay away from both the Alabama guys just because it sets up again nicely for Stroud. Young's won it. As a linebacker, you really got to go in depth to try to get him there. So I would probably avoid the Bama guys. All right, we're going to continue this on again. We are here for three hours. On the other side, uh, stability, right? That's always a really key, big key for a lot of these programs. Uh, well, let's talk about that and how that matches up in some of these contests. That includes a Utah team that's got 14 starters back and is a road favorite in the swamp. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in, folks. You heard it from Brent, a Live Bet Saturday. I want to remind you, though, and all you MGM customers, if you have a friend, who uh, enjoy sports as much as you do, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account, click on Refer a Friend, and send your friend a message, inviting them to register a new account in the same state that you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up, make deposit, bam, they're going to receive $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus, the wager is settled, you're going to receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement, BetMGM, get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. All right, an update for all of you folks. We've got a lot going on. Halftime, halftime, halftime in quite a few of these matchups, Danny. And we'll get uh, halftime lines for all of these as well. Uh, but as we enter the second half for a lot of these games, uh, again, we ran through a lot of these scores, but it is worth noting the uh, more, I would say, uh, intriguing game would be the fact that Iowa is, from an in-game standpoint, a four-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 23-and-a-half as they are tied with South Dakota State at the break, three-all. <laughs> it's just it gets funnier and funnier each time. I mean, that's just that's just Spencer Petras in, in Iowa football. I mean, look, they end up winning. It's just never going to be pretty. And the same thing is probably going to happen today. Going to Nebraska, having a lot of friends of my sister go to Iowa. I would love for them to lose because nothing's better than making fun of them. But at the end of the day, they're going to find a way to win this. And honestly, I mean, you you might be able to get a better number is the thing. Otherwise, I would recommend looking to laying the four and a half or wherever you're getting it with the Hawkeyes. But I honestly wouldn't be shocked if you can get it maybe three in the hook. I would be pretty surprised if it did get to three because Iowa's defense should be able to do enough. But if you think it can't get lower, then maybe wait and attack Iowa. But 
they will find a way to win. It's just going to be disgusting as it already has been. Yep. Uh, and also, and this is what I did want to update because uh, I forgot and I had lost this in my notes. Uh, NC State did get a late touchdown here in this half against East Carolina. So we still got about 35 seconds left to go. Uh, but NC State has extended their lead. They are now up 21 to 7 with 35 seconds left to go in the second quarter. So they have not reached halftime yet, but a late touchdown for the Wolfpack extends out what they're looking at there in that matchup. We're about to start the second half in some of these matchups. So some halftime lines really quickly, too. Uh, Buffalo, Maryland. Maryland, 10 point favorite in the second half with a total of 29 and a half. They are up 17 to 7 in that game against Buffalo, North Carolina, App State, one that Danny, of course, is tracking with the Moneyline wager on Appalachian State in this matchup. Really quick halftime line, looking at App State minus three and a half with a total of 30 and a half in that matchup. And very quickly, as Texas A&M tacked on one more before they went to break two, up 17 nothing over Sam Houston. Halftime line there, Texas A&M 14 and a half with a total of 21 and a half. So, Let's talk a little bit of some bet systems here. Steve Mackinnon, uh, if you haven't already, take in the work and check out the College Football Betting Guide. Mackinnon has a fantastic job with a lot of these betting systems in every sport. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about stability, right? Very simply put, the way that Mackinnon breaks it down. You can find these. By the way, this is the best part, right? It's in the College Football Betting Guide. It's also up on the website. So you can just read the article if you're like me, a crappy millennial that likes things digitally. You can check it out there. Stability rankings, though, right? If you look at it from Mackinnon's standpoint, Danny, returning head coach, obviously you want that. Returning offensive and defensive coordinators, you get points for that in Mackinnon's system. Returning starter quarterback, and then, of course, overall returning starters. So we have some mismatches in a few of these contests in week one. We actually saw a few of them. How about this? This is a really good example. So Virginia Tech gets upended yesterday by ODU. I call them Old Dirty U, Old Dominion. Guess who had the stability advantage in that one, Danny, by 13? It was Old Dominion. So it gives you an idea, at least in terms of the stability, there is something here, some matchups today. Let's go to the, the game that we've been talking about a little bit. Utah and Florida. Stability mismatch there in favor of Utah by Mackinac system by 11. So while we talk about maybe a little bit of a disadvantageous spot going on the road in that environment, in the heat and having to deal with that, Utah is the team that returns more production and has much more stability with a coaching staff that's been there for a while. It is advantageous, at least when it comes to the personnel, as we know, for the youth side. Well, that's what makes this game so frustrating at the same time, JVT, because Utah on paper is the better team. They should end the season with a better record. And you look at having Kyle Whittingham, a completely established head coach who has a system down to a T at Utah. You have a lot of familiarity coming back. The defense could be one of the nation's best. And offensively, you have guys who can move the ball. But it's such a unique setting for this game because, yeah, you don't have the stability with Florida, but that's why it makes it all the more a wild card because of the setting going to Gainesville because of just a brand new coach who, like you mentioned earlier in the show, yeah, you could take from what he did with the Raging Cajuns, but who knows if there's a little bit of a different twist and tie here and how that's going to change with a new quarterback but then you also have to consider that Richardson really didn't have that much playing time last season, but we know what he's capable of producing. So that's, again, why this game almost makes you rip your hair out and you think Utah probably should have the advantage and, of course, having the stability advantage. 
But this one is just so out of the box that it almost makes it tempting, like we say, if it gets to three with the Gators at some point. And it's interesting, too, because a lot of these, and we're looking at the primetime matchups, right? So if right. you're watching the broadcast, either YouTube TV, VEASAN.com, any of the other outlets that we are provided on, um, you know, you're seeing the primetime matchups. It falls more in favor with the team, the favorite, right? Georgia, for example, they win their stability advantage by 13, according to Steve Mackinan's system uh, against Oregon. Uh, we talked about a little bit Michigan, Colorado State. We've been tracking that game. Colorado, uh, Michigan has the higher advantage there. Notre Dame, Ohio State. You see there, Ohio State, the stability advantage. Uh, but there are some intriguing underdog spots. For example, Rice, much more stable program by Mackinac's system coming into this year than USC. That's got a lot of turnover and a lot of guys coming in from the transfer portal. Florida State, a lot of stability there. Uh, for the Seminoles as they take on Brian Kelly in his first year with brand new starting quarterback, brand new coaching staff. So those are some intriguing spots because for the most part, some of these teams are favored and outside of the primetime matchups too. Bowling Green, according to Steve Mackinac's system, a stability advantage by nine against UCLA. You can go down the list here. There's a lot of intriguing underdogs that actually have a little bit more of a stability advantage according to Mackinac than some of these favorites, Dan. Yeah, I really like the USC Rice game that you threw out there. About a 34-point dog is Rice, and they're getting the stability advantage because of all the turnover and transitioning for USC. You know, on the Lombardi line before our show, they were talking about the Riley tax and how that's going to be applied to every single Trojan game this season, and it probably will be because they get Williams, because they get Lincoln Riley. That's been all the noise this offseason, but it's been one of the most fascinating teams when, when I would talk to people about it. This is like one of the top teams I've always wanted to know their thoughts on because I believe the USC's win total is at about nine and a half and yep. they don't have the most difficult schedule. But again, is there almost too much hype and assumption that they'll immediately be successful or will it actually come to fruition? Because again, you have the talent there. Why shouldn't it work right away? And why shouldn't it work with a potentially favorable schedule? So, look, I, I didn't touch the win total. I probably would lean toward the under and just go the opposite of the public in that regard. But for this game against Rice, and it's not that I want to look to take the points with Rice at any point in the college football season, but maybe taking the points at that high of a spread just because it's the first game of the season could be a viable option, JVT. And by the way, it, this is, for me, I always stress, right, These be, like this system that Steve Mackinnon has, it's really great. As I mentioned, Old Dominion, a really good example of a team that had more stability, ultimately pulls off the upset yesterday against Virginia Tech. Uh, these are part of the pie, right? I always Because I'm a big fat guy, right? So I like things like in terms of food and comparing them. And so when you look at it from that standpoint, it's got to be part of the ingredients, Danny. It's got to be a little piece of the cake. It can't be the entire thing. So when you're handicapping these matchups, then you factor in something like this when it comes to stability. It does make a really big difference. So become a smarter better, by the way, folks, and subscribe to Eastern Pro. You're going to learn uh, new bet systems every week here on our show, all the other shows, and on vcin.com. Join it up. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe. Uh, but Mackinac does an absolutely tremendous job uh, with a lot of these systems that he has coming into the year. The ones that he has in the NFL guide, uh, things that you want to look at for teams in terms of win totals and some indications there, uh, very much worth looking at. Really quick, Dan, update here. Second half, East Carolina, a five-and-a-half-point underdog in this game against NC State with a total of 23-and-a-half. You doing anything from a halftime perspective in any of these contests? 
You know, I speaking of that NC State East Carolina game, this one uh, was a little tempting with the total, but at the same time, I mean, the reason that NC State has these points, what it's because of turnover and a block punt, is their offense just going to continue to be stagnant, or is right. this something that they can flip over in the second half and you can take advantage of them? Luckily, having 21 points and an overall score 28, maybe they will be able to put it in just via their offense. So I, I've been going back and forth on whether or not I should attack the total going over for the second half. So and I. I also want to point out, too, is we are um, tracking most of these 9 a.m. kickoffs. There are two other games that kicked off a little bit later. Virginia is approaching halftime. 122 left to go there. They're up 20-10 over Richmond and Air Force up 14-3 over Northern Iowa. All right, we've got plenty left to get to here on Live Bet Saturday as we keep you abreast of everything going on in these early windows. And we got a lot left for you. we got one more hour left, and that includes a lot more breakdown of these games as we enter the second half of a lot of these early window contests on Live Bet Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.